0: Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hey everybody, it's Catherine. Welcome back to the Sunday Seether podcast. I'm excited today to give you a brief episode on a cycle that I have noticed and documented in myself and my clients, and I suspect in many of you. And it is this sort of crash and burn stress cycle around goal setting in your life that you think is making you feel better, but it's actually probably making you feel not so good. Um, Before I get into that and help you document and understand that, I want to let you know about a few upcoming events. Um, My new moon journal circles are back. We had our first one. It's actually like technically two new moons this March, but like the new moon is like at 2am April 1st. So I'm doing it March 31st. Um, So we have our new moon journal circle for April's new moon, but it's on March 31st. I'm also on March 20th doing an incredible workshop on journaling and breathwork ritual for the spring equinox. And I'm doing that with breathwork facilitator Tanya Saunders. So we're going to create a magical evening of ritual, reflection, journaling, and breathwork to clear stagnant emotions from the winter and move into the abundance and joy of spring. So, if you've been looking for a ritual to mark this time on the wheel of the year, the spring equinox date on March 20th, um, please join us. It's sliding scale, um, so hopefully affordable and accessible to everybody, and replay provided for that too. And finally, the waitlist for my Introduction to Intentional Dating course continues to be open, and you can all expect starting a little bit later in March um lots of great dating content coming here on the podcast and before you're like oh I don't want to know anything about dating think of the content that I'll be offering you as information on better emotionally relating to yourself and everybody else in your life. Because to me, that's really all dating is. So even if you're in a relationship, if you don't want to be in a relationship, if you are not dating, you know, are tired of hearing of dating, listen to those podcasts and just replace the word dating with any relationship in your life that you might want to improve or are struggling with, and you'll get a lot out of that too. So the links to all of those are in the show notes. Oh yeah, and you want to get on the waitlist for introduction to intentional dating because I'm going to offer So get on that wait list, right? Um, The course will open in April. So lots of time to come up for that. And you can also read about the course in the show notes, um, the whole description, testimonials, everything. I'm also going to be having interviews with past students, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear those. So that's going to be awesome. Okay, so let me talk about this sneaky self-improvement cycle you might be getting stuck in and how to interrupt it. So here's what I want to document first is the idea of the perfectionist fantasy goal which which is a concept I learned from life coach Kara Lowenthal, who has an, a wonderful podcast called Unfuck Your Brain and how she describes the perfectionist fantasy goal is like this this thing that you your brain thinks of that you decide that you're going to do and it's going to change everything for you and how this perfectionist fantasy goal looked for me was like I was like, I'm next week, I'm going to go to yoga every day. I'm going to make a green juice every day. I'm going to journal and meditate every day. And it's going to be incredible. So it would usually come out of a place where I wasn't feeling pretty, I wasn't feeling very good about myself. But then the like daydream of this perfectionist fantasy goal gave me something to do. So I would be like, okay, everything changes next week. And I would start like buying new supplements and buying a juicer and (laughs) buying vegetables and researching like yoga studio class times and putting everything into my calendar and like downloading meditation music and just being like, this is, this is it. Like this is going to change my life. Right. Um, but what was happening in reality, that sort of perfectionist fantasy goal is not like doable <laughs> for a human being. Right. There was like no way me who like had no self trust and like no routines was going to be able to next week, transform my life to go to yoga every day, you know, spend the the time it takes to like juice and then clean up the juicing and then drink the juice and meditate and journal and all of this stuff. Um, But, like, how Kara describes this is, like, this goal, it, like, is seductive. And it feels like it's going to change your life. And it's kind of fun because you can spend a lot of time researching and planning it and buying the materials. And when you're doing that, you're getting dopamine hits. And so, like, the process of, like, daydreaming about this perfectionist fantasy goal, whatever it may be for you, is something that, like, is fun for our brains. (laughs) And that's why it's so easy to get caught into. So what happens, unfortunately, is, of course, you get to, like, day two of this impossible goal that takes, like, all this time, money, and energy that you don't really have as a human being, and you fail at the goal. You give up on it probably relatively quickly. And this is difficult because what happens when you give up on this perfectionist fantasy goal Is you go down into a shame spiral. So for those of you who know a little bit or anything about the nervous system, and this is, uh, you know, nervous system work and regulation is a really critical component component of my one-on-one coaching and my Soothe Mastermind and, and all of my courses, actually, I teach it in the dating course too. But if you know a little bit about the nervous system, you can be in a regulated place in your nervous system, or you can be dysregulated in your nervous system. Dysregulation in your nervous system can look like fight flight, which is when you're kind of like running around uh, really racing around, having racing thoughts, doing a lot of to-do lists, like keeping really, really busy or in fight, which is like feeling aggressive and, Um, maybe like lashing out at people or having road rage or something like that, but you can also be dysregulated in a freeze or dorsal state, which is to me, a state that always is accompanied by a lot of shame and inaction, um, in freeze, you're literally feeling frozen and and for me, dorsal. The terms don't really matter a lot because it's like kind of two ways of interpreting the nervous system. But dorsal is like, for me, when I'm in dorsal, it sounds like, why did I think I could do this? What's the point? I should not even bother. I suck, right? So like I have this this shame spiral that comes. So what's happening, you're getting a ton of dopamine hits by planning this perfectionist fantasy goal. You cannot sustain the perfectionist fantasy goal. Your lack of being able to commit to and follow through on the perfectionist fantasy goal crashes your nervous system down into shame and dysregulation. And then here's the here's the seductive part that we do unconsciously a lot of the time. What I believe happens is that when we're in this shame um, place in our nervous system, dysregulated and freezer dorsal, The seductive idea of the perfectionist fantasy goal comes back and we use that to regulate ourselves back into a better feeling state of mind and body. So the cycle continues. (laughs) You're feeling low. You try to get dopamine hits and regulate yourself by planning this massive perfectionist goal that you think is going to change your life, that you're like buying all these materials for, that you're scheduling in your calendar, that you're making all these plans for, you're feeling really excited and really good about the potential and possibility, but the goal is like way beyond any human being's capabilities. You can't stick with the goal. You feel shame about your inability to follow through on the goal and you're right back where you started right? And then the cycle continues. So what what I saw, this is like what was happening for me a lot of the time and what I see happening a lot with my clients and students is that they're trying to achieve their self-worth and a regulated nervous system by planning like this perfectionist fantasy goal that's totally really not possible for where they are in terms of their capacity and, and their self-trust. So, I hope that makes sense sort of documenting that cycle. And every time I've taught this concept and explained this process to my clients and students, I've seen like a million light bulbs go off for them. And they're like, that is me. Like I am constantly planning these perfectionist fantasy goals. Um, I am like, Feeling shitty about myself that I couldn't do them. And I assume it has to do with the fact that like, I'm lazy, I lack willpower, I just suck. I get thrown back into a shame spiral or a dysregulated place in my nervous system. And then I once again, turn to the concept of the, you know, impossible perfectionist fantasy goal to try to get out of that cycle. So if this cycle resonates with you, one, just like let that sink in, right? Let let yourself understand and comprehend that that is possibly what's been happening and how you've been trying to regulate yourself and how you've been trying to get out of a shame spiral. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's very human nature. When we're dysregulated in the nervous system, like we're going to want to find these ways to feel better about ourselves. The problem is like the perfectionist fantasy goal doesn't work and it keeps us stuck in that cycle. So how do you actually interrupt this sneaky self? improvement cycle. Well, if you go back to my podcast episode about self-sabotage and capacity, you set, you do something really unsexy. I'm sorry it's not sexier. I wish I could tell you that the answer is to, you know, meditate and do yoga and and you know, eat paleo every day or whatever. But the answer is actually choosing a small, repeatable goal that matches where your capacity for self-trust is, and then doing that goal for two weeks to one month and sticking to it every day. So if, again, referring back to that podcast, and I I highly recommend you go back and listen to it if you haven't about self-sabotage and capacity – um, the metaphor I often use when we have damaged self-trust and not a ton of capacity in our nervous system for achieving these big goals that our mind wants us to do. Um, it's like we're coming to the table with a broken elbow and or or a recently healed broken elbow. And we're going into the gym and we're like, it's time for me to lift the 50 pound weight. <laughs> but it's like we just broke our elbow. And if we try to lift the 50 pound weight, we're gonna. Redamage, re injure our elbow, right? So the answer is to actually pick up the, like the one pound weight, if that, and like lift that five times and do that every day until we then have the strength to do the five pound weight and then do that every day, or maybe not every day, but at least a few times a week until we have the 10 pound weight and so on and so forth, right? You have to think of your capacity for goals and your self trust as a muscle that you're redeveloping after a significant injury. So Again, I'm going to be repeating some of the suggestions from that podcast episode. But what you can do is pick stuff that seems way too simple and that your brain is going to have a ton of resistance to because your brain is going to tell you this isn't going to matter. This is not enough. But I promise you this does matter and it is enough, right? So if you're thinking, what kind of stuff can I do? It's things like drinking a glass of water, Right? Or maybe drinking enough water throughout the day. Maybe, like, I don't know how much you want to drink 60 ounces, 80 ounces, or something. Um, It's stuff like taking one 10 minute walk a day or three times a week. It's stuff like doing three minutes of meditation daily. Um, It's stuff like stretching for five minutes. I really think the perfect combination, if you're finding yourself seduced over and over again by this sneaky self-improvement cycle of the perfectionist fantasy goal, and you truly want to interrupt it and get, it out, get out of it, my prescription, as it were, would be pick something that takes less than five minutes, maybe three minutes or less, and do that every day for 30 days. See where you are at the end of the 30 days. And all you need to know is if you say you pick something that's three minutes or less per day, and you you end up not being able to stick to that, then you need something a little bit smaller. And that's okay, right? You're gauging your capacity to lift the quote unquote weight of whatever the goal is. And in the process, you're learning more about yourself and you are strengthening your ability to go after these things. One day, sure, Maybe your self-trust and your capacity will build enough that you're going to do the yoga every day and meditate and journal every day and drink green juice and eat paleo every day. (laughs) Probably not because we're human beings, but like maybe. But right now you have to start where you are. And that is how you interrupt the sneaky self-improvement cycle that is keeping you literally stuck in a cycle of like dopamine hits and then shame crashes and nervous dysregulation. Okay, so I hope this is helpful. It's kind of a short podcast today. Um, but I think this is an important one for us to, a cycle for us to like name, document, understand, and interrupt. Because interrupting it through the process of these like tiny, tiny repeatable promises to ourself is the way you change in the way you actually want to. It's it's that simple. It's 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 simple, but it's not easy. But it is that simple. So I hope this podcast was helpful for you. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. I want to relate this to dating slightly because as I kind of go into um, promoting my dating course and everything, I'm going to be like relating a lot of my concepts back to dating. So I see this cycle like play out a ton in dating. What will happen is y'all get burned out in dating (laughs) and then you'll completely quit dating. You won't try at all. You'll go off the apps for six months or something. It just feels too much. But then like, After a while, you're like kind of regaining some energy and regaining some hope. And you're like, I'm ready. I'm going to go full fucking throttle back on dating. (laughs) Because maybe you have this perfectionist fantasy goal around dating. And maybe it's like, I'm going to go on four dates a week. I'm going to message 10 people a day. I'm going to spend an hour on the apps. I'm going to ask all my friends to set me up on blind dates or whatever. And you create this like overwhelming goal around dating that your energy simply cannot match, right? And then it will be so overwhelming that it will crash you back down into exhaustion, burnout and shame and into that nervous regulation, uh, dysregulated nervous system state as well. And then you'll quit the apps, you'll quit the dating again. So do you see that cycle and how that's playing out here? You'll be kind of excited about the potential and possibility of dating and like plan like this intense like dating campaign whatever that looks like for you um and then that'll burn you out you'll crash it like won't be sustainable you'll feel shitty about yourself you'll totally like quit dating and then a few months later you'll kind of go back into the cycle too so i want you to interrupt that cycle too so how do you interrupt this cycle when it comes to dating um kind of the same way. You keep it really, really, really small and sustainable on how you're doing the dating front. So that might look like messaging one person a week on the apps or going on two dates a month. Again, you're gonna have to catch your brain when it tells you that this is not enough, but this is enough. (laughs) And in fact, it's the only way forward. We got to spend less time listening to our brains. (laughs) That's how I've had any success in my life is I've actually stopped listening to my brain and decided to listen to my higher self and my desires there. So just a little like preview into how this work kind of relates to dating too. And you'll be getting a lot more of my dating philosophies and concepts and advice on upcoming podcasts. Okay. I hope that was helpful. You deserve to have you know, goals that you can achieve goals that do shift you gently towards being the person you're interested in becoming. And let's shed together this seductive, impossible perfectionist fantasy goal cycle. That's really just keeping us stuck in shame and low self worth and exhaustion. And let's create something sustainable for change. Let's do it together. Sending love to all of you and talk to you next week. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at Catherine Andrews and find out more about the Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at CatherineDAndrews.com. Have a great day ahead.